Welcome to the podcast. Um, we're still in January, and this month is right after holidays. And a lot of us may have some hope for 2022. Maybe we don't. Maybe we're just we're just so done with all the uncertainty that's going on. Freedom to move forward kind of talks about this, and we have a returning guest, Michael. It's been a little a few months, but thank you, Michael, for joining us and bringing to be. Um, here to talk about this topic as as subtle as it is I, I do appreciate you coming and taking your time to share your insight thank you for having me no problem so i like to share a disclaimer i know wherever you live around the world you you may have different resources but in the united states is 1-800-273-8255 is one resource of among among others that is national suicide prevention lifeline and um I do encourage all you who are listening to research uh, what is around you, what what resources are there. Um, I go right into quotes, Mike, and you know, and seeing today, actually today when we record this is Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> I didn't really plan this. Um, it, it's um, Martin Luther King quote. It says, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. What comes to mind when you hear this quote? Well, I think about when I tell people just keep going and when I say just keep going is you you know you want to get somewhere and when you're making the journey you never know you can't see your destination but you still keep going and when you keep going you know you'll eventually get there if you stay on the path now if you stop or go off the path then you'll never get there so one step at a time, one day at a time. I also like the idea that um, I heard this before. Um, if you uh, you'll miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take, <laughs> you know. So it's kind of like <laughs> you have to take the step, you know, <laughs> either way. And you may mess up at times, but it's about getting back up. Uh, on this topic, and you know, obviously the focus is on recovery and with you, uh, mental health. When, when we talk about freedom, what does that mean to you? And why is it important when it comes to mental health, Mike? Freedom is, to me, is the ability to accomplish what one sets forth to do in a positive way. Because, and the reason why I say in a positive way is because you can have freedom to do what you want and be doing something negative, like you could be hurting somebody or hurting yourself yeah. and you have the freedom to do that but it doesn't get you usually what you want or where you want to go so just striving to do the best we can and just be one percent better than we are from the mm-hmm. previous day and like like we brought out earlier just moving ahead and taking that step yeah uh, I, um, you know, um, we're talking about mental health here, and both me and Mike are part of NAMI. And uh, a lot of our peers, and from your experience, from your own experience, and from your peers, when trying to move forward in mental health, uh, what has worked for you personally? What have you seen work for others? Um, you know, making those those notable steps forward, what, what, what have you seen worked? Well... One thing that I know works for me is being consistent. 
because mm-hmm. we may do things or we may try things in mental health like we may try medicine mm-hmm. and if we're not consistently taking it to where it gets to like a therapeutic level you know we'll never see results or we may try one coping skill and it may not seem to be working right away but if we stay consistent with it or you know or try other coping skills or try other things and really try to have a holistic approach to recovery I found that that works best for me as well as some of the other peers I talked to because medication is not the end all beat all you know having one or two coping skills is not enough it takes a lot of different things that you do in concert with each other to really find that that sweet spot so to speak to stay on a stable recovery path I like how you say consistent you know me and you talked about this I love the phrase annoyingly consistent I think in my recovery and I think from what I've seen also just just affirm what you're saying is being consistent a, a daily routine does help you know if you're all over the place certain and um not re- not putting your eggs in one basket like the old saying you know learning to be learning to be adaptable you know albert einstein um coined this and recognized that you know humans there's a lot of knowledge out there and even more so now it is kind of um, comical to kind of think just to know facts per se than being able to adapt to the situation at hand think before 2020 before covid people weren't thinking about the way things are now but we are uh, in recovery and uh, as a whole we are trying to adapt to the situation sometimes they're not ideal the situation but i like in the beginning like how martin luther king says you just you don't have to see the whole staircase. It's just take the first step. And I think taking the first step, at least, is part of the freedom I've heard, I feel I've experienced, and I feel that's what you're saying is taking that first step and understanding that consistency will you'll find more results. If you go here, this medicine doesn't work. You go there, this and this. the The problem is, at least from my experience, and you could tell me, Mike, what your thoughts are. You can get discouraged very quickly you could kind of feel like well nothing's working no one's here for me no one cares so um it's it's hard um in recovery when you are jumping from one to another and from my experience and what you've said it usually doesn't work well so mike is it has that been the same experience with you uh, yes, you know, people talk about, you know, it's funny. I have some people that I know that said, Mike, you seem like you live a boring life. Mm-hmm. I said, and I told them, it's not that it's boring. It's, it's structured in a certain way where I try to manage my time the best I can. Because we all have 24 hours in the day. Yeah. And I do, you know, what they call block scheduling. Like I may schedule something for like between 30 minutes to an hour block of my time. That way, when I'm not sleeping, you know, I have my day pretty much 
I know what I'm going to do and I could get to my to-do list and it'll be like easier to check off of that to-do list. And if you have that schedule or if you have that, well, I, I know I'm going to do this or this around that certain time, then it's easier to, you know, stay focused and stay consistent. Like, uh, I really yeah. want to stress the consistency part. Because if you just, oh, I'm going to do this, then you don't finish that and you jump to something else. I'm going to do that. And yeah. then before you know it, your day is gone and it, everything's been scattered around and you really haven't accomplished anything. Yeah, and you can't really measure how good things are working with whatever you're trying. And uh, on other other uh, angle, it um, like I like what you said before. You're like a lot of people say is my life is boring. Some people they think oh, my life is boring. Like we can never make anyone happy, and that's not the point. The point is there's a lot of people, and I think you know who have a lot to say of how boring and how what we should do. Marketers spend all their lives trying to convince us of what we need and what will make us happy. But I feel when it comes to recovery, it can be kind of destructive, self-destructive when you're stuck there, when you're like, well, only if I get this. And I'm, I'm mentioning this because this phrase, I've said it, I've, a lot of people have said it in different even different modes is this phrase of it's okay to not be okay you know um i think back when what was it uh, mr rogers when <laughs> i was on tv i went i don't know i remember watching him yeah it was kind of weird and kind of nice it was just a safe place and a lot of times people coined that phrase but they tried their best at the time uh, and it was revolutionary of addressing certain concerns they had in society in a very digestible way um but it's okay to not be okay in mental health and your experience why is this why is this important to moving forward in your own own opinion michael well the reason why that statement i found true is because if you don't accept that things are gonna go bad Mm -hmm. And you don't accept the fact that, you know, not everything is sunshine and rainbows. Mm -hmm. Then you end up doing or causing yourself more harm to you than what you need to to take. Because everything in life is a balance. There's a good and there's a bad. Not Mm -hmm. everything could go good all the time. No. Because then you run into what some people like to call toxic positivity where everything seems to be going good in your life you know when bad things happen you you don't face it with you know with the effort of saying well this is bad now but it'll get better you know Mm -hmm. you'll have the idea everything's gonna be okay and that could lead to a destructive mindset yeah I, I I I'm totally with you, Mike. I, I think sometimes uh, there's two ways to cope with things. There's the there's the emotional coping. That's just something I can't control. I lose a loved one, Mike. You're not going to tell me, you know. There's no what. There's gr- the grieving process takes time. Now, if I broke my arm, Mike, 
it's a totally different way of go. I have to go to the doctor and get a scene. I gotta get a scene to get that recasted and all that stuff. But a lot of times, at least from my experience, people treat the emotional coping skills in an incorrect when it comes to something that you can practically take steps towards. Let's say I have I'm sick, I have a cold, or I'm not feeling well. Well, just sitting still is an action, is is a choice, and sometimes that can be, like you said. Problematic, and when you have the mindset that conflict is the enemy, when people say something like "I don't," I think you could do it this way, or give you、um, critical like criticism, but in a in a helpful way. Hey, I think you know this may work better. If that is something you can't digest, if if everything has to be like you said, sunshine rainbows,、um, there's no growth. You know everything, and you're just holding from the seams and. The problem, like Mike's saying, is nothing gets addressed. Accountability becomes a bad word. <laughs> nothing actually is real because all you're trying to do is maintain something. I remember there's this word in Welsh. I can't say it. Her it says a homesickness for somewhere you cannot return to. The nostalgia and grief for the lost place of your past, place places that never were. It's a weird word. It's an untranslatable word in any other language, but I like this because I think a lot of us sometimes, in some ways, we're lost in this.、Um, we look at our high school or we look back when we we're younger as the glory days, but when if we really took a real good look, it wasn't as good <laughs> as we're saying it was. It wasn't as good, but but the nice thing about understanding that it, it gives you the freedom to. Be hopeful for what's next. If if your best memories are twenty years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, I would say reflect on where you are because I think it's good to be hopeful. You know, be realistic but be hopeful, especially in recovery because I found that has been freeing for me because freedom has many meanings for many people, and we're talking about recovery here. So, Michael, as we kind of Sort of wrap things up, but I want to hear a little bit more from you. What drives you towards helping others? You kind of hinted on it in the beginning, but why? What drives you to help others currently? Because you do a lot, Mike, and a lot of people like <laughs> no one knows. But I'm just saying, what drives you to do this? Well, one thing I tell people is, I had my grandfather when I was 13. He told me, he's like, Mike, there's some things. That you know, you should know. One, hurt people hurt other people,、mm-hmm. and two, to leave a legacy, people think you have to have kids, and that's the only way you'll leave your legacy and be remembered. But he、mm-hmm. says you could leave a legacy through your actions and become、yeah. a legend in your own right.、Mm-hmm. And when he said that, at first I didn't understand what it meant, but as I got older. I seen you can help people and do good, and you know leave this legacy of goodness. Where when you're not around, people will still be talking about you. Like I want in maybe ten or twenty years, someone's kids or grandkids to say, you know what? There was this dude named Michael Jones Jr. and he helped my grandpa or my mom, and、mm-hmm. you know. You know, I really appreciate it. Or you know, he inspired me to go on and help others, and、yeah. that's what I strive for. I strive to so that 
you know, my deeds can be remembered. And it, it's nice to see even right now, like somebody I helped maybe two, three, four, five years ago, they could come on to be like, hey, Michael, remember me? You helped me do da, da, da. Mm -hmm. Or you helped me get through da, da, da. And that feels good to hear when someone says you helped me out or you, you know, some people, we may have saved their lives and not even realized it. Because, yeah. you know, people, I tell people all the time, everybody needs somebody that they can talk to and vent to where that person will just listen. They yeah. won't give them advice. They won't tell them what to do. They just sit down and listen. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I totally, you know, a lot of times when I think about how many, how many people we impact a day. We don't even know. We we and sometimes when we may never know, but I like the idea of what I like. I think Mer Maya Angelou, Angelou said, "A lot of people won't remember what you say or all this stuff, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And if you're positive and you've been there with the person, um, it does impact." If you just listen, I find myself, Mike, a lot of times with nothing to give back. Nothing. I have no resource at the moment, but I'm present with that person. Whatever. whatever. So I feel I do like the idea that, that we can pass on the legacy, I would say, an idea of hope. The idea that doesn't have to end here. You know that you can help others, and at the end, at the end of the day, you know, I remember also coining my helping others became my healing. You know, serving was my recovery, and I think in many different ways that has been true for many peers that I've spoken to, including you, Mike. It's uh, it's it's something that's cathartic to help others because you could see it help help not only help them but help the people they start to reaching and it's kind of this cascading effect and it's, it's, it's inspiring because in a real matter of things you know this is a very difficult messy thing and i would say our connections and how we build them and next month is building our connection but really matter of how this kind of dispels and to be digested towards the people around us um quite frankly mental health wasn't a big topic for centuries but when people began to realize how people were treated right <laughs> well people were treated um and realizing that they could be your family members you know and i think that um keeping the human side of it many times has been that bridge forward i i want to say like it, it's always good talking to you about this mental health and recovery and how we f and how to move forward you know and it's just one step at a time but any final thoughts you would like to share with those listening today the last thing i want people to remember or take from this talk about freedom is in search of your own personal freedom you don't have to fringe on other people's freedom and like I said, some people, they don't do it with bad intentions or malice. 
-hmm. but they try to to fix or correct things that they think are wrong yeah and i tell them you know if the person asks that's good but don't try to force your ideas onto other people i it's always wonderful talking to you mike thank you for being a guest with us today i'm sure we'll see you again remember to stay updated with revive ministries on the various platforms revive ministries fl.com this is goodbye from revive ministry podcast leaving with this last quote maya angelou i said it before there's another quote she says you may not control all the events that happen to you but you can decide not to be reduced by them Revive Ministries wants to say that despite the challenging times we live in today, we're extremely grateful for all the inspiring stories of hope shared last year. Revive Ministry has ambitious goals for the future. We plan to have a more structured monthly theme and engaging topics that we ex- we are extremely excited about. 92 episodes in, in just over a year, and more already scheduled to be uploaded, your help would be much appreciated. Look at the details of the episode to find out more. And as always, stay safe and thank you for listening.